0: Now. It's time for two birds and one stoner with me, Mr. Drake. That feel-good show to get you going. So
1: motivated, so motivated.
0: Can't even lie. Can't lie. We're not in a position where we should agree. This isn't an easy subject, and that's okay around here. I'm not questioning anybody's intelligence. I think we're past that. I'm now questioning the ethics of the situation. So what we smoke weed? Just seven fun I can't even believe it I had to hang up on that guy He just said he used weed that wasn't decarboxylated to cook I can't do you today mind they say Make them remember your name If they love you it's cool Give them a reason you so could I ask yourself change. an insane question What if I'm not on any side And I just want the truth His gift is a curse Forget the earth He's got the earth to pull his dick from the dirt and fuck the whole universe i'm not afraid maybe we can have a debate over what successful is but i can tell you one thing i know i was meant to do this and no one's gonna argue that he said when you want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe then you'll be successful oh <laughs> Oh, snazzy America. Okay, okay, thank you. So, of course, it is another t- two birds and one stoner, you know. And, of course, it is another beautiful day in the neighborhood of kicking butt and taking names on this planet. On this planetary adventures of life, um, I poop today. Guess, guess we should probably make sure everybody poops today. Um, of course, it is. Uh, I already forgot what the hell the show is about to say. No, I'm just kidding. So, um, we're, as we adventure down the adventure path, you know, I aim to. To make things awesome for everyone obviously right except for for, for chris because you know i like to make things miserable for christopher um everyone else though definitely out here in these streets making it awesome no i'm just playing love you chris um <clears throat> we'll get to him in just a second um so obviously like i said i want to end a, a gender role discriminatorial. Sacrifice type stuff of the of the whole of the whole situation, and then we're going to talk about some weed news, you know, because even I'd be like, what the fuck is a general anyway, bro? What, What the fuck is that? So that that becomes the first question in a line of questions, right? The first problem in a line of problems today in America, because. People are so hateful that now you have to do stuff based on what's between your little tallywacker winks there, buddy. And I, as the official America's favorite cannabis radio dad, have taken issue with this because I feel like everyone should be accepted. And if my buddy wants to stay home and raise his kids, then he should be able to do that. Let that man live. Pay the man. Welcome aboard, Chris. How you doing? What up? So of course, as you heard, I wanna talk about this stereotyping or stereotypicaling or stereocaping. I don't know, that's not a thing, is it? I'm getting in the ears of the producers are saying, I made that word up, snitch. All right, so um, the point <laughs> is we're here to take on this whole thing. Uh, you know, described by somebody as a gender role. And I'm here to take on gender role discrimination, because I feel like people are like saying, Hey, because you were born with a dick, you can't do this. And because you were born with tits, you can't do that you know what I'm saying? And yeah,
2: it's crazy.
0: I just don't understand that because like I have been in multiple roles, predominantly the breadwinner role. I've just always made decent money. Even I, it just didn't feel like it when I had child support payments. <laughs> <laughs> now, as soon as I got rid of the child support payments, rent started taking my money and groceries. Oh yeah, that too. Oh man, don't even get me started. That's another topic for another show. How many times are we gonna say that this season? <laughs> oh, <So, coughs> probably more um, than you or I care to count. True. So when it comes to quote unquote this this phenomenon, as I'm gonna call it, because I don't think it's a real thing. I think it's a I think it's a phenomenon. Um, I think it's not a, a real thing, but sure, let's go with the chauvinistic, stereotypical disgustingness of it
2: is just another bullshit label some redneck came up with
0: he's white I didn't do it he did it first oh
2: yeah I am white
0: <laughs> I just want to make sure we're blame that they understand that the also white person but mixed person didn't do it it was you see I do it too but I'm like I'm white I'm brown I'm black you know hey, deal with it right oh, it's so fun it's so fun so just as a friendly reminder don't forget to check out rebel hair art at studio one salon on North Academy Boulevard. That's right. When you're ready for your next haircut, trim or color, go to rebel hair art. That's 719 90, 11. That's 90 11. Sucker fish. Oh, I knew you'd do it. <laughs> so, other than that, so let's get into this whole gender role thing like um so i've i've seen somebody who was the stay-at-home dad who was still kind of discriminatory about the role of who that should be at home you know what i mean while he was stuck at home so i don't know if he was just a bitter old goat but that's what happened see what happened was is he was being an asshole, and then that happened see so I've been there, though. So anyway, let me just tell you my fantastical moment of being a stay at home parent. Um, and what I thought of it. So I, like I told you, I have generally in my relationships wise been the breadwinner, uh, weak brag, because sometimes I can just be by a few cents, right? Like right now, Kami and I essentially make the same amount of money. But technically speaking, I make a few cents more than her, right? So remember that cami i make sense damn it you hear me
2: <laughs> i can you give you mean? my two cents
0: now uh, and some more 35 technically <laughs> 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 so a literal technical i literally make, for real i really make like literally 35 cents more than this poor woman and why? So I, was like, I was like a big breadwinner maybe when i had two jobs and i was bringing home a little extra bacon from the second job then i did feel like a breadwinner you know what i'm saying
2: if you get yelled at when she comes home, you know
0: why. Yep, she heard the show. That's what it means. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so anyway, so when we talk about this role or gender role, it, it's common place for you know knuckle dragging cavemen and women to commonly believe that only a woman is capable of taking care of the kids and only a man is capable of bringing home the bacon or the man's only capable of being the breadwinner but as society becomes more of a genuinely equal fair and equitable equitable place for both sexes and i mind you that it's not there yet by far god, good god we're not even equitable on just the color of men were equitable on so equitable. Sorry. So, you know, obviously ladies, I still see your disparage, your disparagement there. I see the lack of equal payment and so forth there. Trust me, I'm not blind and I'm not willing to be that prick to pretend to be. I see it. Um, I also seen it happen to me by color before. So someone get paid better, uh, get their raise, get to keep their job, whatever, um, but less qualified, less time doing the same exact fucking thing. You know what I mean? And, uh, so when I say I I get it, I get it, but this, I think is rooted even deeper than even racial role discrimination, you know, stuff like that. This is rooted so deep that this goes into even people using religion as a reason for this role discrimination practice, right? But I got to tell you, bro, I fucking liked staying home with the kids. I volunteered at the school. I had time to do shit. It was cool when mama was the breadwinner.
2: But uh, people need to realize we don't live in the 1950s. Or 1850s for that matter. Right, right. I mean, if you want to live your life you know, with your partner in that manner. I mean,
1: it's
0: more likely that you were brought up that way. No, no, seriously. You ever played Oregon Trail? You ever heard of dysentery? I'm not trying to live in the 1850s. Fuck that.
2: (laughs) But you know what I'm saying? The whole, the woman stays home and takes care of the kids in the house. And, you know, that just doesn't exist in today's
0: day and age. Right. And then poor families like me and you and everyone trying to navigate that process and, uh, and how do you navigate by the way have you ever stayed at home as a parent yeah absolutely oh how was it for you it's great i mean i get
2: to stay home grow my cannabis while the kids are in school and when they came home that's when we went to the park and played and had a good time
0: Hell yeah, I coached my kid's sports team while I was a stay-at-home dad. So that was even more fun because then I was able to like, uh, you know, like I was able to like, literally like I created a team that went into the playoffs, the number two team in the conference, you know. Where right, but it? you got the chance to participate. Yeah, and I had time to do it. And I had time to do it with quality nonetheless. And uh, and so it's just, it, it, it to me that's even more than just having the, the physical time to do it, but it's having the quality of time, you know, to put your sorry to put your why is falling around. Oh, dear God. Yeah. That thing, the whole effort thing. Sounds like an amazing idea. So its I thought it was pretty cool. Now I, I ain't gonna lie to you. Nothing to do with the kids. Bullshit. Um, but I definitely got over doing that quick. Um, I would have preferred to, probably um probably stay at home
2: um part time
0: <laughs> yeah so i don't know man so like that cuz it just felt like um it just felt like maybe oh what's the word i'm thinking of man i just i got bored with it and then they're gone half the day at school like it was fun in the summer I mean, fuck yeah, it was fun in the summer. But by the, so they go back to school, what? August, September. By October, I was ready to go back to work again. (laughs) I was like, I was like, I took like a year off. It was, was is I, not even a year, like probably like six months off, but it was all right. Like I said, is I, but it wasn't great, if that makes better sense. Right. But with your ADD, I would have rather been at work making money. Yes. I mean, if that's a fair, you know, point to make or statement, then yes, that's it right there. So, um, I think that I enjoyed being a stay at home parent. I think that it was fun while I was doing it. But like I said, once they went back to school, I was over it. Um, because I was like, they took my friends. Those are my friends. My kids <laughs> are my friends, man. <laughs> they stole my friends and took them back to the education part.
2: <laughs> yeah, aren't you talking about funding some kids?
0: Funding? I fund my grandkids already, man. No, uh... <laughs> Um, no, I just, I think uh, I told you, I think in previous episodes, I've told you, I think we should pay for youth sports. Cause that keeps kids out of trouble. I think we should have a tax to support that and we should have a tax to support early childhood development. Uh, yeah, I, I've definitely spoke about those in, in, past episodes, but, um, when it comes to gender role discrimination, I think it, it goes way deeper than that. You have, you have like some restaurants that they don't prefer to have male waiters Oh right. or really girls in the kitchen and to a fault or even to a discriminatory fault right like and i've worked at places like this it's actually not cool you know but sadly it's part of the game and it drives me nuts of course well but, yeah
2: especially in the restaurant industry
0: oh yeah or (laughs) y'all I think that in the restaurant industry that's a place I've seen it um early in my career um I saw it more like in the 90s where like there were there would be like there'd be like 20 managers and like three would be girls um I I've seen it uh where like I I still remember a time where When you went to like a business office like the only lady was like the secretary right because when i was a kid them old goats was still headed that way (laughs) um that invisible ceiling was definitely there because i caught invisible because it is there to be shattered in my eyes um i don't understand this 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 bullshit that for instance like dads can't stay at home with the kids uh moms moms you know mom, the other thing is mom, like um i don't like when uh like moms that stay home with the kids and then chastise moms that don't that shit ain't for everybody right that shit ain't for everybody don't judge them
2: right and it, it really comes down to people just keeping their nose in their own business
0: <laughs> i mean there are times we're at a vacation day I still set the kids to the daycare. Like fuck that shit. I'm about to fucking take a day to myself.
2: Right. But sometimes I, as a parent, you need your your peace and quiet and time to yourself, even including not going to work
0: and dealing with the Right. Kid. I'd be like, hey man, you're going to the damn daycare. Cause it ain't daddy daycare today. <laughs> it's daddy's day day. Get the hell out of my face. <laughs> I'll see you when you get out. <laughs> right? When you get out the joint. Then we can hang out. <laughs> <laughs> the joint I put you in like the police <laughs> parents get to be devil advocate though but I did I enjoyed playing video games with them like I would just like uh, especially I just make up shit for them to do like I had like a mini football camp in my giant ass community yard and kids came to play for other teams at other age groups and then I did a, 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 a we used to set up like a football field baseball field uh soccer field and we would just play family sports in the backyard.
2: Right. Now like do we know talk about that time. Do we know like a, a is there a specific group that is more discriminated against than any other
0: I would probably say that in general obviously women of color um but that could be also so many different reasons but in the parenting realm I do see some chastization from like women who breastfeed about women who don't when the truth is reality is that not every woman can anyway I see the chastising when like there's a stay at home dad I see dudes like kind of refer to him as more of like a pussy or you know, or, or, or weaker yeah. or whatever. Yeah, a little bitch because he stays on with his kids. Right. And I used to be like, I'll smack the shit out your bitch ass, bro. Gosh, <laughs> yes, I am. My, it's just the only difference is instead of my coworkers send me beat your ass, it's going to be my kids that see me whoop your ass. Like, all right, whatever. Because the truth is, is that there's a lot of good dads that just, you know, maybe aren't, you know, entirely infatuated with the workforce. Um, I've got a lot of military friends that are stay at home dads that uh, they're on their, they're, they're retired now, you know, and so they're like, nah, I am that dude. I'm the stay at home dad. I'm the one that comes to all the school functions. Why mom's at work? Like, well, yeah,
1: I do that yeah and that's
2: because in today's society, you know, there's a lot of women that are in high paying
0: jobs. And that's just it which brings me to the second part of my conversation about this situation is that when you really look at the um the this whole gender role bs or bias right um that's been sort of falsely created um like i don't feel lesser of a person cuz I don't make more money than Cammie when she makes more money than me. I ex- I feel like it's a challenge. I'm like, "All right, I'm going to go get me a job that is more money than your job." It's a it's more of a competition for me and less anything to do with gender. Um and I try to remind her of that as often as possible. I'm like, "Listen, babe.
2: Listen, babe. You just like the competition."
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I just like competition because, you know, if we're competing with each other to get our, our our wages driven up, then all we're doing is helping each other. So I love it. I love it. I like how my friends try to tell me about DeAndre Hopkins when I already posted about it the minute it happened.
2: <laughs> I know
0: they're trying to rub it in. That's the real reason. I saw your post, Scotty. But anyway, <laughs> speaking of stay at home dads and gender discrimination. Um, yeah, we're Scotty he's on the live feed listening in but I I I did want to say that he is somebody that that uh like he's a stay-at-home dad right now he takes care of his baby and then he picks up the kids that are in school from school and all that stuff and that's something that I really respect about Scotty is because you know he is doing what I used to do too as a dad and and the one thing that I love is like sometimes when I'm hanging out with them on my like my days off or whatever this dude is like, the one thing that you can never question that you can never say is this dude's kid loves him. Like she's always in the background laughing. I mean, she has her days where she'd be trying to throw that little, little girl attitude. I have three daughters. I know that little girl attitude, right? Like yeah. I don't, I don't her days, but <laughs> it's like I used- every day. You can, <laughs> you can tell that, that she loves you and like, My kids, they remember us playing in the backyard and having so much fun, like while while their stepmom was at work. Um, You know, they remember that, and it's fun. So I think every dad should take a year off and just spend a year. Whatever year you decide is a good year, right? But take a year off and spend a year off with your kid, if you can, if you can. Scotty had an accident, though, didn't he, too? Well, and his wife makes bank, but we can't talk about that publicly. (laughs)
2: <laughs> why not? If she makes bank, well, I mean, it is what it is.
0: Context of our, of our, of our subject, which is stop gender discrimination, gender role discrimination. And so, yeah. What about in a situation where um, somebody like Scotty's wife makes substantially more money than him enough that it, it'd be like them two having two regular jobs. Right. And, um, and there's, they there's, they're, 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 they're doing their own thing. And so why would, why would people have a problem with that and how is scotty lesser of a man or any man who's staying at home with his kids when i find the love that his kid has for him to be breathtaking because i know what i know what it's like to have dad like true hardcore daddy's girls my daughters will fight you over me
2: (laughs) right right for sure but i mean it's nice that you know unfortunately something like that happened to him but he was able to step into that different role and he still has side hustle where he runs different games.
0: You don't want to know about it. Oh, games. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cause yeah. He- yeah.
1: You know, and and the great thing about it is through all of the accident and, you know, uh, having to switch roles with Jamie, uh, you know, I, I was able to find uh, Wake and Bake America, which, you know, gave me a whole another purpose. And, you know, that that little gave me that side hustle that, you know, I could, I could do and, you know, enjoy. Right. Uh, you took the negative yeah. Like you negative. say, Positive. some people do look at you different when you your roles switch like that, especially if they've seen you, you know, because I've always been a hard worker. Uh, as a matter of fact, when I started at Wake and Bake America, there were some days or nights or mornings or whatever that I'd get, you know, just an hour nap before I had to go beyond the radio. So I've always been a hard worker. When people see me now, though, and they're like, "What happened to them? What you know? And, and if you don't know, you don't know. But right. at the same time, role reversal—it uh, it, it can strange. be looked at strange. It really can be. Um, and a lot of it, I think, when it comes from male genders, is jealousy uh, because it sucks to have to work hard all the damn time, you know. I understand that shit. Right, right. But you still- I,
0: I, I need to be careful how jealous you get though. Cause I remember that while mama made more money, it wasn't as grand in a sense. Plus I got bored anyway.
1: Yeah, it's not, it's not, <laughs> it's probably not what a lot of people think. They're like, oh yeah, he gets to, you know, be at home and just chill and, and not do anything. No, it's, it's a full-time job. And it's, it's actually more than a full-time job. Because I took on the role of taking care of Lydia, so you know, uh, you know, like right now I'm on vacation. She's uh, in the hotel room with me, uh, taking a nap while Mama's out running around, enjoying herself. Because she enjoys, she deserves to enjoy herself
0: on vacation. Right, right. He's here because she's not there, and the other she is. (laughs) <laughs> so you got time to hang out for a minute. That's tight. <laughs> um So I, I felt the same way. Like I used to remember. Like, but I will tell you one place where I used to hit hard. And maybe Scotty's uh, one. He's got kids too old and then kids too young is the problem. But bro. <laughs> I'll tell you. I used to hit hard at the elementary school picking the kids up when i was the only dad or like one of a couple of dads woo, i was the, i was lunch meat at the at the elementary school i liked it <laughs> i liked it i was like yeah i see y'all looking at what you're looking at <laughs> yeah thirsty watch him a We <laughs> where your baby daddy at no i know why you look at because he ain't here no i'm just playing anyway so um but I used to like picking up the kids. I used to go pick them up and I was like, yeah, look at all these bombs. Yeah. I'm, I'm up in this mix now. What? Um, <laughs> and I did, I really enjoyed it. I, like I said, there, I had to get back to work. I'm just a, I'm 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 kind of a brainiac. I'm a thinker. And, um and because of that, my brain and my mind just goes too crazy. And you know, when you're a parent, there is a lot of sitting around waiting, um for the kids to come out like when you're picking them up from school and you know there's a lot of time that you're really like invested into like uh you know I hate to say it but yeah I felt like I, you know I, was, I became the house errand boy you know I was like look at the groceries go get the kids go and then Teddy came so I did I was actually in Scott's position in a sense I had kids at school um I didn't have any adult children somebody had kids in school uh all five of mine and then teddy got delivered to me and uh my ex uh because his mom was derelict as a parent and and, and incapable of taking care of him. Then i had an infant to take care of and this is why when i tell scotty i'm like god bless you brother god bless your soul because i know i had to do that and he went back to grandma when he turned like a year old to go live with his other siblings so i you know so i didn't have to keep going after a year But man, he'd be 10 now and I'd still be like, damn, I got to deal with your ass for eight more years. (laughs) We'll tell you this though, after I had to pay the government, I do miss that child tax write-off because that would have covered them governments for sure, for sure, my governments. (laughs) So I commend people that just do what the fuck it takes. I think that that's the the, the, the avenue or the skill set or the, you know, whatever you want to call it, the... The school of hard knocks i come from is is that my mom was mom and dad you know until my step until my stepdad came um and so like i'm just used to you don't worry about who do what you just do it and so i think we just come from a different school of thought that it, it you know it doesn't matter and, and there's people from our our generation and from other generations younger and older that still believe in this bullshit of gender uh real bullshit and you know i think that people like scotty and i um people like you chris that have really had to take care of your kids and just do what it takes no matter what the hell that is whether it was working not working you know picking up the kids of school coaching them not doing not doing any of that whatever it meant to be that kid's parent that's what we stepped up and did and i think that sometimes people forget that part that in a family, you know, these these some of these knuckleheads and, and I call them knuckle draggers, right? Whether it's a guy or a girl, these knuckle dragging cavemen and women. They don't understand that at the end of the day for people like you and I and Scotty, that we're not from a place where um, all these women is just staying at home doing whatever. We're just not from that school of thought. Um,
2: yeah,
0: we're not making six figures. And and, and if, if she is staying at home and you're not making six figures, well, I'm just glad that y'all figured it out like that right Uh, out there in the world because i know some people that are doing that where one's at home and one's working and it's and it's and it saves them money on one side but on the other side it actually is like you know obviously on the other side you know if you have a parent staying home you don't have to worry about paying for daycare but on the other side you also have another able-bodied worker in the home that can't work because they're at home with the kids right um so and or or you do what what kristen and i used to do which was switch off and then we never saw each other and you know you wonder why you grow apart uh, right ah, uh, uh. so you never know what i will tell you is is i i don't think that any one person's solution is really the person's solution across the board and that's why i didn't say stop discriminating against dads who stay home that wasn't the show that's not what it is it stop discriminating on gender roles meaning don't say that scotty's wife should give up her business that she went to school to get a degree and a background and get her hours to be certified for cosmetology huh scotty didn't know i knew all that did you but anyway doing all that and then when you're i have a i have a really good friend that actually just got her hours and stuff done that's the only reason i know i'm not gonna lie i'm just i'm weak <laughs> anyway <laughs> so um so anyway so having the the her business and being able to support her family, I, I, I bet there's a big pride factor there. Um, and I because I know that as a man who for a half a decade literally ate off our business, right? Um, is the only way I could buy groceries is off our damn business. Uh, if we're keeping it real, all right, Gina. Um, and then having extra jobs and DJing and doing gigs and gigging around the city and the state and stuff and out of town and out of state and all that. Do- uh, giggity I just say that, you know, honestly, Chris, it goes back to just doing whatever I got to do. If I had to, if I had to go back to staying home and we could afford it to taking care of grandkids so kids could work, I would, I did tell my kids, I said, I just, you know, i didn't really be, i wasn't able to really put to put away any any savings or nest egg because child sports beat me up man i just started being able to do that right right and, and the irony is i started doing it about a year before i got the child support paid off um and that was rough through the getting the year the the rest of that just that last little bit and the <laughs> last, last kid turning the right age right um and it's like so, paying a mortgage off <laughs> bro i paid for a couple houses
2: between oh those yeah two. You Just bet you did. <laughs> and a Still, cu-
0: couple cars, too. Or cu- either one house or a couple cars. Yes, you're absolutely correct on it. I'll put it that way.
2: Hey, I, I know. I, I paid, I paid my fair share.
0: When you pay the same goddamn amount every month and there's no way to get out of it. And even if you miss a payment, they just tag it onto the back and you still gotta pay it anyway. It's easy to go. This dollar amount times 12 months times 20 years, 22 years. There you go, baby. <laughs> it did go down a little bit towards the end as one one turned of age, but the problem is is the older one had the lesser amount. So the <laughs> was the one that was the younger one. <laughs> the third one, his mom got caught cheating, and I was like, You either gonna give me him? or i ain't paying child support but i'll make you a deal that kid will never want nothing simple right. and plain you right. call me it's it and i'll do you one better than that the girls need it i'll put it in, i'll put it down for them because those are my girls i adopted them they're mine i'm not i'm not bouncing because you trifling right i'm just bouncing on your ass bitch all right, no, anyway. <laughs> I'm horrible. Anyway, Scott, I know Scotty right now is like, "Jeez, it's a good thing, ladies." Yeah. <laughs> and right. then, shut you up, know, Scotty. I know what music you listen to. I've heard it. I've heard what you that baby in the car told me. She was like Trey. Either is the shit or is a shit, and I'm still <laughs> not sure what she said, Scott. But she said one or the other nobody really knows nobody really knows i I am because she loves me whereas but i also think she could have said is because of you
1: yeah it would definitely been because of me because she does love you
0: you're right i love that kid she's so great dude like like, like (laughs) like her and my grandson Dude, like When I'd be playing video games with Kevin, my grandson in the background be going hamstick, and I'd just be dying. I'd be like, I love this. Same with Lydia. It cracks me up. It just cracks me up. I'm like, these kids, like, let these kids just have some fun. Um, in my house, you could make some noise. You could go hamstick. The only problem was is you wasn't allowed to make any noise until like 11 or noon because Kristen slept all damn day. And she'd be like, why is everybody making noise? So i just take the kids outside, and we go play sports ball outside. Ah, the good old days, and yet not the good old days, if you get my drift. Right. I'm like, I'm like, I miss my kids being young like that, but then I'd still have to be with their mom. And yeah, fuck that shit. (laughs) Fuck that shit. Not fuck them kids. Fuck that shit. I can hang out with my kids now. We can even smoke weed together. I'm not bitching.
2: That's the drama you got away from.
0: Facts. So, um, that's the gender discrimination portion of our show. And I think what we really th- uh, think about is like girls don't have to be waitresses. They can cook in the kitchen and vice versa for the guys out in the lobby. Right. Um, you know, I don't care if you're a 16 year old boy or girl, you can host the front. You don't have to have some young chick that, that fricking old dudes are going to fucking be all pedophilia type on shit makes me mad. Me and Cammy be like, hi, daughter age girl. How are you today? hmm <laughs> yeah we're, we're we're super like bland about it because we don't we're like listen ain't no upside down pineapples around our house bro we don't we about that life uh, <laughs> you like that one that was a good one yeah that was a good one <laughs> I, I thought it was a good one i've been i've been i've been i was gonna do a show on swingers and then i watched this, <laughs> Then i watched this documentary on well first off i didn't want to do the show on swingers because i didn't want anybody to get the wrong idea anyway but then i uh didn't want to do the show on swingers because. So I watched this documentary and I got like one episode into it, and I was like, all right, this is some freaky shit. I'm out of this. But it had to do with some swingers and then people getting killed. And oh wow. All kinds of shit. You have to let me know the name of that. So, in our first cannabis news, we're gonna go through the headlines there, buddy. Are you ready? <laughs> Oh, you don't have to do that hold on i got i got shit for that nowadays uh-huh. here we're here we go it's time for cannabis news in ten nine eight seven six five four three two one boom are you ready for the news First up, in breaking news recently, more than 90% of California pot farms are infected with some severe pathogen. Have
2: you heard Uh about it? You heard about it? Uh Uh-oh.
0: Yeah. So apparently um, there is a... Infectious pathogen inside California pot farms, and it's attacking the cannabis plant and growing invisibly for months only to spoil the crop just as the farm is ready to harvest it. Scientists believe that it's in nearly every pot farm in the state and could be causing billions of dollars in damage to the national weed economy. Boom. Holy smokes. So I'm guessing that this is going to be an outdoor pathogen? maybe oh
2: yeah without a doubt
0: California wheat is grown outdoor they definitely have a great outdoor croppable situation going on there but wow a cannabis pathogen infecting plants i mean and then what's really odd about it is that i find it that it's a it's really weird how pathogens are have these type of capabilities like for instance this pathogen is killing the plant right? Right? Right before harvestability. Like it's, it's almost like your kid, like, like childhood leukemia. No, that's not even the right thing, but it's like you, it's like you, you developing a disease right at the time that you're turning old enough to start producing offspring, like sexually, sexual maturity, right? When you, when you hit that, those hormones in your body, like created, like some of us start getting attacked, right? Wouldn't that be weird?
2: Yeah. I actually read a little bit about this.
0: Okay. So what, tell me a little bit then
2: it, uh, it it's, it's in a new development, but I mean, it's like growing anything outdoors. Eventually there's always a possibility of something crazy like this showing up.
0: Dang. That's just crazy. And I just find it like we're talking, this could be literally Bill billions up to billions of dollars worth of crop. It would destroy
2: so- the California industry outdoor, anyways.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So the,
2: the next thing they need to figure out is it is it going to travel? Are we going to have to worry about the indoor grows as well? Right,
0: it's a good question.
2: You know, is is an airborne plant pathogen? I mean, because their pathogens work just like the shit
0: that attacks us in other news is this racist or not racist or is it just bigoted in a sense marijuana lobbying firm has to apologize after what they refer to as a misguided letter that was referencing Chinese backed investors in their push to get the safe banking act and banking bill amendments passed through Congress I don't think it's racist. I think that's I think that's not the you have to understand that not every look, this is a brown, black, and white guy telling you not everything's racist. Honest answer. This is you know Chinese business bigoted, but that could be easily argued by someone on the other side, and I'll do that argument for them that this is a pro US business um uh Let us bank with the U.S. before we have to go outside to foreign investors for money and financial backing when we could be taking these loans from U.S. investors. Right. See, this is the problem. I want a U.S. bank to back Wake and Bank Radio. I don't know. And then we got to hit the sales streets hard. Oh, yeah. Big time. But if I could get a big enough loan to literally pay my salary for a year off from work, bro, I'd do it all day. Because then I'd be out in them streets just hitting them streets selling all day, son. Yeah. Because this is what Trey does. This is what Trey does. This is what Trey does. So, anyway, I'm just about to outgo though. Like, I, I was raised by hustlers and thugs, man. It's not intentional. It's just who I am. But, no, I don't – listen. to businesses anyways. I'm going to be honest with you. If this came from a white guy – and you're overly sensitive about, now listen i'm a, I, i'll call a duck a duck when i see some racist as fuck <laughs> i have been told oh you just being sensitive and i'm like no motherfucker i'm 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 I'm, I'm, cracker, I'm blacker and i'm brown i'm trying to tell you right now i understand when someone's trying to put me down bitch okay however however i don't find this here i don't need to be chinese <laughs> understand what's really being said here what's being said is is that if the banking acts now listen could they have worded it better you're goddamn right they could have just put the word foreign investors and left it at that right and it would have just this wouldn't be this way right but in the state of california some of their biggest problems and in some of these other states some of their biggest problems is chinese backed investors that are ran by the Chinese, that are, are investors who are essentially businessmen who fall under the Chinese communist regime and are ran by them, right? So obviously, Um, that's the argument being made, which I understand that argument as a well, I mean shit, man, as a red-blooded American who wants to see US businesses succeed and be able to bank on cannabis. Well, by God, I don't find the the this 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 lobbying firm for cannabis, shout out to blunts and Beans, by the way, in Canada. Uh I don't find this lobbying firm. This lobbying firm. Well I can't talk today. I don't find this lobbying firm saying that we want so, you yeah. know, cannabis banking acts passed so that U.S. businesses can be funded by way of loans through U.S. financial institutions, I don't, I don't have a problem saying that. But I think that sometimes when, it, let's just be honest, when it was a white guy who said it, it can come off a little sniped or snooty. And also people can be a little overly um, tight ass about race on stuff when I find nothing about this racist. I just, I cannot say that enough. I don't find anything about this racist. I find this to be very American national business is and I I actually am very about that life. Just like I, being- like my business is international. I do business with newbie and the doobie. Obviously my business is international It's international in Canada. So I if we wanted to take loans out in Canada or the US because we have a Canadian fucking business yes but if we didn't then I would think that we would want to continue to operate the U.S. where most of our money that we're going to make back as a business for for, to pay those loans off are going to come from U.S. dollars right so there's nothing wrong with saying keeping your business out of over in China's hands or out of over in Europe's hands and that that's business stay here IE cannabis and that those businesses be able to bank with U.S. banks and be backed by U.S. dollar and the U.S. Quan the U.S. Bullion, buddy. There's nothing wrong with saying that. Now, you have to know it's it's
2: definitely not racist at all, but I mean, like any business, if you're not going to back businesses in your own goddamn country. How can you not expect
0: them not to go somewhere else? And there's nothing wrong with going multinational. Don't get me wrong. I'm always going to be moderately capitalist. I just think the businesses as a business entity shouldn't have the same rights as a person. One, two, a business as an entity should not have uh, be able to play into political powers. And three, a business should... Um, should, 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 uh, you know, like things like your, your, your freedom of speech leaves the minute you walk into a business, people don't understand why they get fired for saying fuck shit at work. And I'm like, bro, I've been fired for saying fuck shit at work, <laughs> right I'm fired off the radio and a regular job for saying, <laughs> I actually not the guy you should ask what not to say, <laughs> ask what you said to get fired because that will be further <laughs> <laughs> right just to be fair but but i also think that you have to be supportive of the places you do business in as well so for instance we are a very low grade. we're like low grade you know like we're like salt versus pepper grade um and there's like a million other great spices in the universe and we're just salt or pepper right like that low grade uh we're not even lower grade than pepper we're just salt okay so but we're still a low-grade salt level multinational company in the sense that we do business with a podcast out of Canada and U.S. podcast, and we're looking to expand that into other uh, English or even Spanish-speaking territories. I'm literally learning Spanish, not just for a trip to Puerto Rico. I want to have a Spanish podcast on a second. Uh, I want you ready, Wake and Bake America Radio in Espanol. Oh, yeah, bro, I'm about that yeah. life. Get out, uh, So I'm learning Spanish oh, because way. I talk to my damn people. <laughs> right, and also I'm Spanish, so I'm, I'm 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 like I said I'm 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 cracker I'm blacker <laughs> and I'm freaking Orale yeah. Español uh, Brown Town, and I'm also a substantial amount of tribal Taínos, uh, 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 indigenous peoples of Puerto Rico. Uh oh. So i got a box head bro i'm trying to tell you i've been trying to tell you all that for a long time that's why my head looked like a square it's because i'm tribal and we got the <laughs> box ass heads yeah look tribal people don't be mad at me i didn't give us these box ass heads Y'all <laughs> me so um at, at the end of the day you know i think that people understand that on our show that we really try to preach a, a, a bit of racial harmony and a bit of love on the planet and also, Hey, you're an asshat Cause I'm still a dad and a grandpa. I'm, I'm not America's favorite radio dad because I'm like, Hey, you're doing good, son. No,
2: <laughs> I am for that.
0: But I'm also the dad of America's cannabis radio for a reason too, because I'm like, Hey, listen here, you little fucker. <laughs> so, um, with that said, uh, I really just pride the fact that we really, you know, preach unity. I think that this lobbying firm maybe got the verbiage wrong. Per se, oh, but yeah. when the Congress and you're saying, hey, listen here, you square ass conservative, because we already know why this can't get passed. It's conservatives and it's um, way too moderate Democrats that are willing to just uh, sort of balk on the issue. You know what I mean? And so those moderate Democrats and those far conservatives, listen here, you fucking asshats. You talk about being pro business and pro America, right? Well, listen here, you son of a bitch. Weed is American weed, not Chinese weed. See, that's not racist. I'm trying to keep Chinese business from over influencing the industry and sending U.S. dollars over to China, which is not what we want to do, listen, you want moderate world investment. Don't get me wrong. You want multinational corporations operating in your country. It creates jobs. There is a system that works. I promise you guys, or that at least works in this society of greed. Fair enough. Cause I'll, I'll meet you in the middle on that people. True story. I will, it's and a it's, system of greed, but it, it does so,
2: work in that sense. It's over a billion dollar industry for Christ's sakes.
0: Now then you could go to a poor country and they'll tell you don't work. I mean, there's more than one way to skin a cat, Chris. We both know that. Oh, yeah. So check this out. Texas medical expansion fails in the state Senate. So an effort to expand the Texas medical marijuana program uh, beyond just low THC CBD oil failed the state legislation. Again, back to pesky, uh, moderate conservative Democrats and conservative Republicans who can't seem to, you know, um, they, they got to buck, the church, they got to balk on the church and they got to do this for their people. Listen, you're okay with big pharma, literally killing your people with poison, but you can't let a few people toke a pot, pot, toke, toke. Come
2: on. Well, here's the thing. I think with Texas, they need to work on getting it on the ballot
0: very solid
2: voted on the
0: people. Oh my God. You know, you're stealing my answer. You're you're still fuck the house lawmakers in texas fuck the senate in texas put that bitch on the ballot it's got to be high time now here's the question though is texas one of those states where they revoke your right to vote for life if you just get in in any trouble because that could be part of the problem too is you may not have enough people voting on this because that that was the you know that was the whole plan in the south right right felons we'll make it to where felons can't vote and then we'll just charge everybody of color with just weird obscure like basic bitch low-level felonies and they can never vote again in the state this is why people left texas honestly like i know people that literally like i got a buddy that lives here but does a lot of business there and he's like i won't fucking live there he's like i want to live somewhere where i at least can fucking vote Fuck that shit. right so but i don't know what his real issue was because in colorado we let federal felons vote we let state felons vote. We don't restrict your right to vote in the state. They leave the right to vote up to the state, which I think is um, that's not okay. The right to vote should be a federal right and the federal government. And as long as you are not incarcerated for your crime, then you are not a bad enough person that we need to stop you from voting. You are not a bad enough person that you need to lose your right to decide your representation in Congress or in the Senate or The presidency of the United States. I actually agree with giving felons the full monty of voting rights back. They deserve it. But the catch is, the only catch I have is you cannot be incarcerated on the day of the vote. Right,
2: right. But if if you serve your time, you should be able to.
0: go around and rally it. You can't make like we're gonna we're gonna do probation violation day the day before the election no 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 no. That's just not gonna fly that is clearly an attempt to violate someone's uh american civil right to vote and at that point i'd have to say that no that's exactly not what we're trying to do there so no the answer is no right and
2: plus once you get released from prison you get all your constitutional rights back except for that one
0: exactly and why except that one right that was the so listen for all you listen for all you folks out there that are not of color then i don't expect you to know the dark history of the jim crow era in this country where they would literally frighten people from voting they would literally charge that like people would get charged with like felony loitering like that's not possible it can't be a felony to stand on a sidewalk or stand uh on a corner talking to someone or your friend or or just standing there it can't be a felony even if it's a misdemeanor it can't be a phone they tried if, if you were a person of color or maybe a poor person and you crossed the street they would just charge you with like felony jaywalking something to that decorum and literally it all and listen here's the thing is you aren't going to go to the pen None of that. No, no, no. You're just gonna get some probation, but you're never gonna vote again.
2: That's mad.
0: That's madness. Like if that
2: so isn't how is it federally illegal to jaywalk? <laughs> Show no, me that.
0: And that's just it is it's not a federal thing. States, states did this. So it, it was just state by state choice on how this was done. And we know like the majority of where those states were.
1: <laughs>
0: Started everywhere, by the way. Don't get it twisted. And so, um, all I'm saying is that we, when we talk about, you know, that one right there, that's a rough one because there's a lot of stuff that racist that happens. There's a lot of stuff that makes it to where, um, stuff doesn't pass. Like you can't have that many people in Texas cool with weed, and then you can't even get on the ballot or whatever. That means that some way or another, there's shenanigans at work. Um, the, the will of the people is not being voted because maybe the will of the people is um, sort of uh, it, it, the actual will of the people has been respected because the only will of the people you're seeing is the will of people who have been told they're allowed to vote while not allowing other people to vote. When, and so the reality is, is, is that if you are not incarcerated in my eyes, then the state or federal government has not deemed you a bad enough person that you that you need to lose your rights to vote simple and plain right now in better news maryland officials have released a draft that will be the regulations and will help for the state adult use marijuana market that is set to become an online factor in july so back in july you know when we tape these things it's rough back in july (laughs) in accordance with legalization welcome aboard marijuana uh legalization in um in Maryland, uh, which of course was a ballot referendum that voters approved last year. And so now it's time for, um, you know, the regulatory system to be set up, businesses to buy, smoke. And uh, of course, Governor Wes Moore, The Democrat representing governor of that state there in Maryland signed his cannabis sales legislation, uh, into law because his people voted on it. Good for you, sir. Good for you. Um, we've seen people like, we've seen people say, I'm not signing that. And we're like, we're not really asking you to, we're going to do what we want because we voted on it. We don't care what you say. Like, I love when legislation tries to come in and make laws that go against the vote of the people. That's some of the easiest shit to argue in the Supreme Court.
2: Yeah, we we need to actually do a lot of that here because that's really what's happened in Michigan. What do you mean? Oh, you you know, when we first voted on it in 08, it it totally started changing once they seen what the revenue was going to end up turning out to be.
0: That happened here with the recreational industry as well, my friend.
2: Well, I mean, we we got that guy, uh, Rick Johnson, that's in trouble right now for taking bribes. He was the head of director of the MMA when it first started.
0: Yeah, you came on earlier in the season and talked about that guy.
2: Yes, and we we will have new development before too long.
0: Okay, well, when we come back um, after August 1st with all new live shows. um, We will have information. Yeah, during the we'll be all new live shows during the week, so that'll be a much more um, fun time for us at that time. We'll figure all that out, um, and I still might do like two at a time, just so I don't have to do one every week, kind of thing. But oh, I yeah. definitely, but I definitely won't get that far ahead because I'm not in. I'm like in a position where I don't want to do that now. Um, I, I I'm doing it for. I'm gonna always do that over the summer and over the winter breaks. I think, um, or even not have shows, you know. Well, yeah, it, it just gives you a bump ahead, but you can only
2: go so far because then uh, you're behind on news. Yeah.
0: And I think that Cannabis News is going to have some fun changes through and over the summer and into this fall coming up. And I think that people are going to have a great time at the ballot box. Uh, there, don't forget, there will be elections that should, or at least we hope, will push the Cannabis recreational market past just the halfway mark there of states yes so i'm very excited for that to be a thing i'm very excited for that to potentially become you know what they do and i love it and i love it it. it. and i think some
2: of of some of that has to do with this whole federal change too though right
0: and then lastly uh well not lastly but california officials award more than 50 million dollars in marijuana tax funded uh revenue to community revisement grants. so once again good old kenny leading the way california. so apparently what's going on is, is that they have um started giving re- uh, reinvestment grants to the states to the state announced by the california government uh, the Office of Business and Economics Development, um, it says that the funds are being distributed to 31 different local health departments and community-based nonprofit organizations that support economic and social development in areas disproportionately impacted by the war on drugs. This market is the fifth year in a row, this market's the fifth year, this marks, I'm sorry, the fifth year in a row that the office has provided the grant funding and the cannabis tax dollars that are surrounding the the program apparently. Right on. And it's increased by $15 million in comparison to last year. So we're looking at like going from 35 million in revenue generation up to uh, 50 million. And so if that were to just stay at that pace, you would see probably, 65 million next year maybe in grants that could be handed out and things of that nature so it could be really good for the california communities
2: yeah (laughs) i mean how can you deny tax money like that that's going to go for good things
0: oh let me tell you about a few facebook pages people are out there that are just horribly horrible people um so check this out goodwill of san francisco getting 2 million uh nearly three million um i can tell you that the los angeles conservation corps will be court will be getting uh 1.9 million uh the county of los angeles department of public health will be getting three million uh uncommon law will be getting three million which is law funding for the underprivileged of course uh monterey county health department will be getting three million and some pro bono projects in Silicon Valley will be getting about six hundred thousand.
2: See, that's what's up. I mean,
0: how can you deny that? That's good stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and it's tax dollars, so you got to spend it. So, give it, give it up, y'all. Give it, give it up, y'all. What, what? Well, I see, that, that,
2: that's what's happening here in Michigan is they they're finally starting to realize that there is going to be quite a bit of good tax money coming from these cannabis businesses. There's more cons- tax
0: in Rec because you can throw on an extra excise tax that can't be on medicine. Yep, especially with wreck. that's what they did here in Michigan. By the way, I call any just extra tax and excise tax, so you know, like people, <laughs> it's just a hot button word that makes you hear the word tax with it and go, <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: Right.
0: I'm like, no, I'm talking about redistributing your money to better causes, because, quite frankly. Um, I don't think that the <laughs> Robin Baron club of Northern whatever uh, needs money when the poor kids at the hood, the poor country folk kids that their parents don't own the farm, they just work on it. You know what I'm saying? Right. Shit like that. Can't afford to play sports. Hey, look, bring that tax idea up one more time. You sports people. I'm Mr. Drake and I ain't running for shit. We should. No, I'm not. However, (laughs) I will lobby for you. (laughs) (laughs) So, my dear Christopher, in other news, it's time to go. I do want to thank you, of course, for hanging out, spending some time. Always,
2: brother. Always,
0: always. And, of course... Uh, Christopher gonna keep it trill out there in the mean streets of Michigan. I will be keeping it trill next to the pool with the margarita because I am me and I am who I am. I mean, it is what it is. People, listen. I don't beg you not to do stuff, and you don't beg me to leave my margaritas alone. You leave me in the margarita drinks alone. You leave me in them in them in them rum drinks alone, and you shut your face because it's summertime. Now. It's time for Two Birds and One Stoner with me, Mr. Trey. That feel-good show to get you going. So better, so can't lie, can't lie. We're life. not in a position where we should agree. This isn't an easy subject, and that's okay around here. I'm not questioning anybody's intelligence. I think we're past that. I'm now questioning the ethics of the situation. So what are we smoke weed? just having fun. <laughs> I can't even believe it I had to hang up on that guy he just said he used weed that wasn't decarboxylated to cook I can't do you today you could ask yourself an insane question what if I'm not on any side and I just want the truth his gift is a curse forget and fuck the whole universe I'm not afraid maybe we can have a debate over what successful is but I can tell you one thing I know I was meant to do this and no one's gonna argue that he said when you want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe then you'll be successful success.